You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz, Mike, and Tina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is episode 264. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. Hey, it's Thursday night. Thursday night. No place I'd rather be. Absolutely not. I was thinking that on the way, actually saying that to Father on the way over here. Ah. Yes, I was. All right. Yeah, I've been looking forward to it today, so it's been been great. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So what's going on over there? Anybody? Anybody. Anybody? Everybody? Well, I just, um, you know, we're back to, you know, church, you know, regathering as we're calling it at uh, real life. And it, man, it's definitely not the same as, you know, doing it online and so, you know, yeah. just this regathering and everything else and listening, praising live and wow, serving again. Wow. Yeah. There'll be no substitute for the actual I, gathering. No. Fellowship. I have to agree because, um, I've really enjoyed being back at church again. Um, obviously, Fritz and I go to First United Methodist, mm-hmm. but um, it's been such a pleasurable experience going back because I feel like I've got a deeper appreciation mm. for gathering in his name and being able to worship in his name. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you just, you can't replace that gathering you can't. It, yeah. You cannot. It's, I agree. The virtual world just doesn't do it. <laughs> well, you need those handshakes and hugs and absolutely. Well, the, the Bible is about relationships, and you can't do that when you're sitting home alone, wherever, sitting home or sitting on a bed, sitting on a couch, whatever. I yeah. agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, do we have any likes this week? We sure do. Uh, we want to say thank you. To Chad Schumacher. Um, and Chad, I remember you from um, when you used to attend singles ministry way back when. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember Chad. So thank you so much for liking us on Facebook. Chad, and thank you. Yes, thank Chad, you. I believe Chad has been married um, since leaving the singles ministry and uh, has a beautiful wife. And That's typically when you would leave a singles yeah. ministry. <laughs> <laughs> One would hope. Uh-huh. So uh, we hope all is well with you, Chad, and that you and your family are doing great. Yes. Welcome to the GSR family. Fantastic. How about your week there, Fritz? 
Well, just uh, busy as ever at the church with uh, school. And we have a GLS conference coming up, uh, which is the Global Leadership Summit. We're hosting that again this year, which will be two days, a Friday and a Saturday. <laughs> but it's amazing stuff. So glad to be involved in that. Glad to be uh, here in God Stories Radio on a Thursday night. Yes, we are. Any new countries? No, we're still at 109. Okay. No worries. Nope. Gotta ask. <laughs> yeah, I got an opportunity to do a Bible study today. Yeah. That was really that cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I was and that was uh, all work related, huh? Yeah, yeah. It was uh assembled at work and uh so it was just nice to kind of have that moment in the day where I was able to just put my thoughts on God and just mm -hmm. fixate on him and Amen enjoy, you know, Amen to that. Marinate, as you say, marinate, marinate, <laughs> stew over it. Yeah. I think uh, John Durham, when he did his new thing on Facebook today, he used that word today. Oh, he stole it. From <laughs> me. I think he did. Cause when he said it, I said, Oh, aha. Uh huh. I'll get him. He gets, he's getting fritzified. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, how about you, buddy? What's going on? Same old stuff. Oh, come on. Just going to church and loving, again, loving it in person and serving. I mean, not to serve. That was a, a, a big thing. I mean. Oh, yeah. Just loved doing it. You know, working on the security team and leading it. And um, I mean, it, it, there is no substitute. Mm -mm. I must agree. That's been the highlight for the last couple of weeks, for sure. Fantastic. Well, would you like to introduce our guest? I, would could, you? I could do that. All right, let's do it. All right. Uh, tonight, we have a gentleman that uh, I met maybe a year, year and a half or so ago at Real Men. And um, Ray Flannery and uh, Robert Herman, you have someone else on your, uh, on your back tail. He's been, he's actually listened to every podcast we have and actually is on his second time through. Serial yep. listener. He's getting the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, I've watched him, let's say, grow um, in uh, Ray's group at Real Men from, you know, just sitting there listening and, and, and chiming in here and there to uh, actually helping Ray lead uh, the group. So um, I give you Donnie Seeger. Was uh Donnie, welcome, man. <laughs> welcome. I'm glad to be here. You got to get up in that mic, brother. Okay, I'm glad to be here. I got, uh, I, you know, like you were saying, I listen to, it's about all, you know, I do, you know, landscaping work and I put uh, my headphones in and I just, you know, and usually, you know, I, I was listening to sermons and some other stuff. Um, I used to listen to a lot of tech podcasts too and stuff, but, and then, you know, I found these guys, you know, I think you mentioned, yeah, I think me. I gave you a card at Real Men yeah. uh, months ago. And, uh, you know, I found a guy. I said, well, let me listen to that and see, you know, and I just got hooked and just went, <laughs> just went after it. And it just, it's been real, it's been a real inspiration and it's, you know, God's really blessed, blessed y'all. And it's, it's, it's just awesome. Well, he said, it, you said it, he was blessing you. Yeah, you blessed well. us, yeah. man. Yeah. Just for hearing. Yeah. <laughs> it blesses me, man. Yeah, really? To know people are out there and they're listening. 
<laughs> yeah, and I and I I tell people about you. I mean, I've told a couple of people. Yeah, you gotta you gotta listen to this, you know. And I mean, like really listen. Don't just have noise playing in the background. You mm-hmm. really need to listen with my headphones. They're isolated. It blocks out the sound of the equipment, most mm-hmm. of it anyway. Mm-hmm. So I can hear, it, you know, every detail of what's going on because it's important because you can miss something, right? You know, especially if you got a really loaded testimonial. So, mm-hmm. so let's hear yours. All right. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm going to be a little sketchy on the dates because, well, you know, it's been a while, um, but uh, we'll get it ballparked. Uh, so let's see. I, I started out, you know, I grew up in town you know, I grew up in Claremont and uh, I grew up in a, a small house. Um, I have a twin sister and uh, we grew up together there and, you know, my dad and my mom, you know, they separated when I was young mm-hmm. and my dad, you know, he was, he got into, you know, drinking and stuff. So he wasn't, you know, we weren't allowed. I wasn't, well, me and my sister, we weren't allowed to be around him very much. And eventually, you know, we kind of just broke off from then. And I just spent a lot of time with my mom and uh, it was, it, it wasn't, you know, your typical childhood, like everything's great. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you grow up everything, your parents care, you know, my mom just, you know, bless her heart. She did the best she could with what she had. She went through right. a lot through her childhood. Right. And so, you know, we, I kind of struggled growing up, you know, I was a pretty good kid, but you know, which, you know, without going into a bunch of details that, you know, it's pretty much just the line for that, you know, just, and then, so I'll start out by, I've got a bike from my dad. My dad bought me a bike. Mm-hmm. And so my mom let me kept me outside. Most mom didn't really want to have too much to do with me. I mean, she had her own thing going. And so, you know, I would just play in the trees or play out in the yard. And then I got a bike and then I was allowed to ride up and down the street. Mm-hmm. And, uh, So it got to where I ran into this one kid, you know, mom said, you know, you need to stay in your boundaries. And eventually she just kind of got lax on that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went and I found this kid, his name is Paul. And I hung out with him. It was like the first person outside of my house that I met. And we went down to the, we went down to this um, train depot. Now, there's a reason I'm going into all okay. of this. And, um, so we went down to the, the train depot and there was nothing in there. And then we went back and he got grounded. I couldn't, you know, hang out with him anymore. Mm-hmm. And so later I said, well, you know what, let me, let me go back down there, you know? And I went down there and there was these people working and building stuff in this train depot. It was going to be a barbecue restaurant. So I, uh, I talked to the gentleman. I was like, Hey, can I get some, you know, some to oil my bike up, you know, or whatever. Well, I went over there a couple of times and I went home and I told my mom, like, mom, like, where you been? Well, I just hanging out with this guy down at this restaurant. And he's like, what's his name? And I said, you know, I said, Ken. And he says, she's like, Ken, I know him. I grew up with him. So she just let me hang out down there, you know, because she knew him. Uh And so this guy pretty much just took me in, showed me how to work. He showed me how to. Um, you know, 
do things because I just didn't know anything. You know? Right. You know. So fast forward a little bit, you know, I started doing yard work around town, you know, and I uh, I ran into this gentleman. His name was Clarence Schaefer. Real nice gentleman. And he, you know, he says, you know, I'll pay you to rake my yard. It's a pretty sizable yard. Uh, I don't know if you know where the monastery school is. Like if you go like on Montrose, you know, you got that whole thing there with the, by the lake. If you come up, there's a Montessori school there, mm-hmm. not too far from the VFW. Come back up. Anyway, I, while I was raking his yard and cleaning it up, he would come up to me and say, you know how God made man? He would just like creep me out. He would just come up like right behind me <laughs> and just be like, hey, you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, okay, you know, like, what's up with this dude, you know? <laughs> and so he said, he, he told me the story about how God made man out of dirt and breathed spirit into him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's great. You know, like kind of looking at this, like, why is he telling me this? I'm not, and, and I don't know if I'm into all this. So I, you know, did eventually finish the yard. It was a huge. I think I had like a hundred bags of leaves. Wow. Crazy. And it was like the first really tough job I ever had to do. And later, um, I, uh, this is probably or, or like the beginning of 2000. And uh, I, I had just went to the West Market and I was going to get, you know, like I got a sandwich and a drink and all that. I was riding my bike. And I was getting ready to go home and it started getting dark off to the west like it's just getting dark and i said i'm like wow like you know i guess i'll just you know i was i wanted to go home so i started heading down now it was pretty much clear over me you know it was cloudy but the sun was still kind of shining through but it was dark like dark and i could hear the thunder in the distance so i was like i better get going well no sooner than i got about i don't know 100 feet down this 100 foot down the street or so I mean, a crash of lightning came in, just scared the bejesus out of me. I mean, it was close. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. So I thought about it. I say, no, I can still make it. I, you know, I got to go, you know, because that storm's still a ways off. Another one, as soon as I start to head off again, another lightning bolt came down. And I'm like, I'm freaking out at this point because <laughs> they're, they're close. It's not like they're off in the distance. They were like right there. I'm like, man, what's going on? And I was like, oh, I got to find a place. There's no way. It, it, I mean, this happened within like maybe 30 seconds or so or a minute. It did not take long at all. Mm-hmm. And I, and so I'm freaking out. So I was like, well, guess where I was at? At that house where the gentleman would always tell me about God. Oh, okay. And so that was the only place I knew him. So I'm like, I'll go over there and just hang out till the storm passes. So I go up to the porch and it's kind of enclosed. So, you know, it keeps the weather out. I knock on his door and I say, hey, you know, um, you mind if I hang out here, um, you know, till storm passes? Oh, sure. No problem. You know? And so he comes out the door and he shuts the door and he comes up to me and he says, so you ready to accept Jesus Christ as your savior? Wow. Just hits me with it. And I'm like, uh, you know, I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. And so, okay, well, he goes, he goes down and you sit over the table and you say this prayer. So I did it. 
And he says, oh, great. Now you're saved. Okay, great. And uh, and all the while before this, when he would tell me about God and little nuggets and things, mm-hmm. he would say, hey, you know, um, you you need, once you come to church, once you, oh, I avoided it. Like, I don't want to do that, you know. And uh, I, I think I was, what, maybe eight, 18, 17, 18. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I avoided it. So after, you know, I we said the prayer and everything, he says, hey, now, you, you know, you need to come to church. And somehow I had managed to skip out that Saturday or that Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss it. It was Claremont, Claremont Baptist Church. It used to be right up there by the Citrus Tower. And that's where I started out at. The pastor of that church was Brian Loveless. Now, he's not there anymore. Right. You know, he, he moved, you know, he, he got called back. And he, he does, he a pastors a church in Grand Prairie, Texas. Anyway, the, I saw him one day and I came up to him and I said, I don't know what it was. And I just talked to him and he says, hey, you got to come to church. So reluctantly, I went. And so I got there and I'm like, wow, you know, everybody's so nice. You know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. You know. And so I just started going there and, and, and listening to the messages and, and, and just getting immersed in it. And um, people were there really, really nice. You know, they they took care of me. They got me clothes to go to church in because I didn't have money. They, they took mm-hmm. care of that. And uh, I want to say probably around the same time that I got saved, when, when I accepted Christ, when we did that whole ordeal, I was in a service and God convicted me. I just got to listen to the message. He's like, you need to get this straight. Because when I accepted Christ, when I did that, it wasn't like, it wasn't, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't realize right. what, what was happening. I just kind of did it because I didn't want to be rude. Right. You know? And so he convicted me. And I'm like, you got to deal with this. It was just that, you know, how God speaks to you. You, know, you need to deal with this. And, wow. Okay. And I'm freaking because I'm like, I got to go, you know, it's embarrassing, you know, like, and this is a Baptist church. This is not like, you know, and I'm like, okay. So I go and I talk to to my pastor and I say the prayer and I get baptized a second time. Um, But then, you know, after that, you know, I just, uh, you know, I, I just kept going. But then I got to where I wasn't as consistent. You know, I started getting involved with video games and computers and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I remember, you know, my pastor, you know, you need, you know, in order to get connected, you need to be involved. And I think a lot of it is I wasn't as mature as I am now. But so anyway, what ended up happening is I, uh, you know, Started not going as often, and then the pastor left. He got, you know, God called him to go, you know, back to his hometown and pastor a church there. Mm-hmm. They had, and then they had to move out of the building they were in. And I just kind of stopped going. And I got involved with life, working, stuff like that. Nothing really bad, you know, drugs or anything like that. You know, I'm, I'm not that kind of person. You know, all sin and come short of the glory of God. Just want to put that out there. But, you know, I'm not perfect, like clean, but, you know, I stayed pretty much out of trouble and I just worked, you know, and I got, think of 
the final dropout while I was 25 years old when I finally just stopped going to church completely because they moved around to different places and then I had to go drive to them and, and it was just, and then they had some issues with, you know, the different pastors switching out and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, okay. So fast forward to 2019, um, August 2019, September, give or take. Um, this uh, lady, uh, I think her name is Sherry Block. I guess that's how you say her name. And uh, I was doing some work in the subdivision. And uh, she came up to me and said, you know, I before then, I would ask God, because every now and then I would be listening and I would be deep into the technology podcast. I would just listen in to that. But when I was back, when I was first going to church, I got this huge collection of Christian music and I would just listen to it. I would just, I would love Christian music. So whenever I got tired of listening to the tech podcasts and, and stuff, I wore out with that. I would listen to my Christian music. Mm-hmm. And then I would just feel this pull, like, I got to get back to church. I got to get back, you know. So I would ask God, I say, God, you know, help me to get back to a church. Help teach me the truth about your word. Help me to learn, you know, and help me to find a good church. Because I didn't know who to trust. I didn't know, you know, my knowledge is still, you know, because there's all these different denominations, all these different, right. you know, so you don't know who to trust. But So I just asked God to help me to, you know, get back into church again. And so now we're going to talk about Sherry. And so I was doing some work in the subdivision. I'm pretty much packed out as far as work is concerned. She comes up to me, I need this tree planted. And I'm like, no, I, I can't do that. I'm, I'm not set up for that right now. I'm, I've got a lot of work. You know, you have to get somebody else to do it. Well, she was pretty persistent. She said, well, I got the hole dug already. This is a lady now. She says, I got the hole dug already. I'm like, what? She's like, I'm going to site one to get the, the landscape spikes to stick in there to hold the tree up. I'm like, this lady's got this handled. What did she need me for? <laughs> but the tree was too big for her to pick up. They guess they delivered it. Mm-hmm. So put the tree in the, so I went over there, put the tree in the ground. And while I'm doing it, she's, you know, she says, um, you know, thank God, you know, I was asking God to help me find someone to plant this tree. And, and she, you know, she's telling me this. And, and then I saw you. And uh, so that got conversation going about the church that I went to and why I don't go anymore. She's like, oh, why don't you come to real life? And, you know, and in my mind, I did kind of like I did back then. You know, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know about that. Not because I didn't believe in God, obviously, but because, you know, I just wasn't sure of the church, you know, because right. I'm still leery. And then as I walk up to go out to the front to get something out of my truck, God speaks to me. He says, you've been praying about this. Absolutely. And I'm like, Coincidence. Well, yeah. So, so I got a, and I, and it didn't happen right away when I, you know, right. asked for the church. I asked for it a couple of times. But she prayed for someone to help and you prayed for someone to give you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I got to real life the first time. I didn't skip out. I went my first time and uh, I sat there in the front row with her and they were playing the music that I like to listen to. You know, like when I went to Baptist church, we did the hymns. 
right. which I, I like them, yeah, especially, especially looking back now, mm-hmm. you know. And I just, tears came to my eyes. I said, man, you know, why didn't I do this sooner? You know, I just like, it was just amazing. And so, and I've been going there ever since. And I've just been, you know, trying to get involved. And, um, you know, I've learned so much in this past year. You know, I, you know, I've been in the chat before and, you know, I told y'all I had right. one year anniversary. And, you know, I've learned so much through this, just this year than I probably learned through my entire life so, as so far up to now. And, you know, the Lord's just really blessing me. And I just, you know, I'm in prayer with him every night. Back then, I didn't even pray. I didn't know, you know, I just, but God got me started. And he's had, and the reason why I mentioned the hobos deals, because God has had his hand in my life even before that. Because I could have very easily gotten into drugs and all this other stuff that, you know, that's spoken here. And with hobos, God put that man in my life to teach me how to work. Because if it mm-hmm. wasn't for him to, if right. I didn't put him in my life, I would have just been right. Absolutely. A, a lost cause. You know, who knows where I, what I went. Mm-hmm. And how old were you at that point? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, the hobos? Mm-hmm. I want to say I was like 13 or 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And, and right about the, the real tough time when a young man needs someone to look up to a man to look up to and and since then just various people have been in my life um i've had i have some friends that uh you know i was homeless for a little while you know i lost work and i had to you know through all that you know i had to sleep in the back of my truck and you know live with that and i had some very nice people that helped me out that put me up and and uh kingston's um i refer to them um they you know through you know they were with me kind of through all of this and they just they really like they would i, I could come over to their house anytime hang out they would you know f- a lot of times i go over they'd feed me dinner you know i mean i could get food at the house i stayed with my i stayed with my mom at the time but they would just come over they would buy me clothes every, every time my birthday would come around they would just and they were just such kind people you know, and God, you know, put me in their life, you know, and, uh, and you know, Larry, which was Larry Kingston, you know, he was the biggest contributor and Rosanna, you know, as well, you know, and he was big into the, the music, music, like all the music equipment. He was always trying to teach me about that. But, you know, reflecting back and, and looking back. You know, like I said, God's got me and God has watched me all through that time. And now I'm in this place where he just wants me to study, learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I want to get into like music, do something. I love worship music, as I already said. And, you know, maybe working at some point full time ministry you know, in the future, but right. I got to get my schooling done. I don't know, you know, I guess you all have a saying that, you know, you don't get all the details up front. God doesn't tell you everything right away. So, you know, you have to just, you know, right now I, f- I feel that God is saying you need to just study, you know, it's like be still and just do what you got to do. And, and, and that's it. And mm-hmm. then once I get that 
you know, once I make some progress, I believe God's going to show me more of what he wants right. me to and, do. And, and, and point you, direct you in a direction that he wants you to go. And, and a lot of people, you know, that they hope to be, or they say, like you just did, you know, full-time ministry, but full-time ministry could be out in the workplace somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You just, I just have no idea. No. All I know is that ever since I started going to real life, I'm like super connected to God now. I've learned more. I've learned, you know, how, you know how to, I'm still learning, but I'm learning how to pray. I pray, you know, every night and I just ask him to help guide me, right. to shape me, to mold me into who he wants me to be. But it's not really real life. It's you. Well, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, you got to, well, they helped to a certain extent, but it's you and your, your gumption to continue to learn because yeah. you feel that that's what he wants you to do. And, yeah. and, uh, as long as you stay true to that, he'll keep on directing you. Yeah. I think I was using it more of a, as a, as a time reference as, you know, right. when I started going there, you know, God started working, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's pretty much, you know, um, you know, my story as it stands. Um, so, um, well, thank I can't, you. I can't really yeah. think of anything else that, you know, that I, I would want to say, you know, other than, you know, God is real. Amen. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you, you know, a lot of people don't take it serious. They don't, they don't take it serious. And I've been trying to go around and talk to people about God and I'm not real good at it because I'm not used to doing it. Uh-huh. And uh, there, there's this one gentleman, you know, he's pretty hardcore, you know, I don't think anybody could talk to him, but he's been through so many medical things right now. Yeah. Like, and he's just been in a bad way with himself. Well, hey. those type of people, they just need to see you, that you care. Yeah. And they're looking, you just show the love and. That's right. Yeah. Like, you know, the guy, that first guy that met you, he was hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Jumped right in. Oh man. He said, just <laughs> not me. Just like, what? But I, I thought what was looking back, I thought what was fascinating about that. It was. God had his hand in that as well. I mean, he's like, you're not going oh, yeah. anywhere. Absolutely. You're, you're going to put go. that little thought there and it just hung right there for years. Mm-hmm. Yep. He Amen made sure that. that Mr. Clarence was going to uh, school you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, like I said before, 13, 14 is what you figure the age was. That's right about the point where uh, a young man, a, a boy or a, t- a teenager um, really, really needs a real man to look up to. Might be a little impressionable at that age. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, if you, if you didn't have him, who knows where you would have ended up. Yeah. I and def- that was, a, that was a God thing too. And I definitely thank God, you know, I run, you know, a landscaping company and I've never advertised not once. I, you know, I was out of work and I asked God to help me get a job and like, you know, I worked for my cousin for three years doing landscaping and lawn care. And then, you know, his wife was sick and basically he wasn't giving me full-time hours. You know, So I would go and find yards on the side right. and I was just getting out. I was doing a little bit of computer repair, but it started with one yard. And then I picked up another gentleman. I helped him work in a bicycle shop, you know, make extra money because I was working. I got his yard and then I got this lady had a trailer sitting in the backyard, just rotting away. You know, I worked it off, fixed it up. And that was my first trailer. 
and I just, you know, just worked up, you right. know, to what I have and, today. And right. it's just everything that that's that's good that's happened in my life as far as work. You know, I, I owe it to him. It, it belongs Absolutely. to him. Absolutely. And so long as you continue to do that, he'll continue to do what he's that's doing. That's right. Give credit to where it's due. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yes. It looks like he's had his hand over your life, you know, from from a young age. Yeah, yeah I would say. And he just guided you where he wanted well, you. Especially early on when he didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. And this is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Yeah. We're going to have to have him back on in a couple of years and he's going to tell us what else. <laughs> yeah. Chapter yeah. two. <laughs> you just never know where he's going to take you. No, well, you yeah. really don't. All the little details, right, Mikey? Mm-hmm. All yeah. the little details. There was a bunch of them in that little story. Well, you ain't kidding. I got to go back and listen. I'm sure <laughs> I missed a few things. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, I was saying early, you know, I don't, I listened to a podcast. This was like my first time being on, you know, a podcast. So it's it's a bit of an experience. And you guys got an awesome setup here. Oh, we do. I think so. <laughs> well, you did a great job for you. I, I think time. you did good. Yeah. You did all right. You got yes, a little it, closer to the mic. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> and for the people on Mixer. Huh? <laughs> you tuned him in. I'll tune him in. Yeah. <laughs> no problemo. He did great. And you did great. Well, if you'd like to be a guest as well, just like Donnie did, drop us a line. God Stories Radio Tina at gmail.com. We'd love to have you in the studio. Yes, we would. If you don't want to be in the studio, you could write something in. We, we're not opposed to reading something on the air. Uh, you could call in, Skype, whatever. Whatever. We'll take it. We can take it. That's for sure. But we'd love to have you in the studio. That's God Stories Radio Tina at gmail.com. Tom, write us. We love it. What else can they do, Mikey? They can tweet us. They can tweet us on the Twitter. Love to have you do that. And uh, give us a smash that like button on the Facebook. Because we love just shouting out the names. and Absolutely. Probably probably don't want to smash it. <laughs> scream, you know what I mean? Oh, smash it. <laughs> smash that like button. Uh-huh. And we also have uh, tax man coming. Yep. We have some it taxes, so uh, at the end of it's almost at the end of October. It is and, the end of October. Yeah. End of October. Yeah. And we just appreciate all of you that uh, pray for us and and give to the ministry. Every little bit helps, and uh, tax man cometh. So we, uh, we appreciate it, especially in this time. If you go to www.godstoriesradio.com, there is a PayPal button there. Just uh, smash the button. <laughs> <laughs> you can marinate about it first. <laughs> I would say pray about it. Yeah, first. pray yes. about it. Yeah. There, there is a scripture that I want to, um, I don't know if I can find it to read. It's in Peter. And uh, I know y'all don't play the songs at the end anymore, but I do have a song recommendation that if anybody wants to go, you know, listen to it mm-hmm. later. And of course, I can't remember what it is right now. I have to think of it. <laughs> that always happens. Hey, you put yourself on the spot there. Yeah, buddy. yes, oh, you did. Gonna... <laughs> uh, death, no pressure. Death, death was arrested. That's the name of the song. Death was arrested. Yeah, I know there's different artists. Well, maybe. I yeah, can... I was going to ask you that. Who's the artist? Yeah. Let me see if I can find it here. But I will tell you the scripture. I have that one memorized. One of the probably only others you know, in Timothy two fifteen, um, which is also a good one. Um, Beloved, think it not strange, the fiery trials, which is to try you, 
as though some strange thing happened unto mm-hmm. you. But rejoice in so much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. And I don't know why, but that scripture's kind of just really stuck with me. Like yeah. I would always hear Brian, you know, my old pastor preach that. And, it, and the way he said it, it just stuck to me. So mm-hmm. I, I memorized that. But it's looking back now, knowing better what that means, you know, it's something that you, know, you won't pay attention to. <laughs> that <laughs> yes, old King James. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yep. King yeah. Jimmy. Everybody's got their faves. You know, everybody's got that that scripture that sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Well, the first, the first one that I got was uh, uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Oh, yeah. That was the first one. And I looked at that, saw that up on the screen, and I just said, whoa. And like Donnie just said, it's kind of stuck with me. So The artist for the song that, you know, this is the one I listen to that I like the most. Um, I think there's different people that do it. But Death Was Arrested, Death Was Arrested featuring Seth Condry, I guess that's how you say it. Yeah. Um, North Pole Worship. North North Pole Worship. It's the the the, the art, uh, group that that makes. The, well, there's people it. on Mixler already in the chat that are doing the words, so they they know the song. Yeah. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Jessica Calhoun, welcome. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> I see Christy Lee. Oh, hey, Lee. How are you? Lee Phillips, how are you? We love you and miss you and appreciate you. And uh, Jessica and Jay, love and appreciate you too. Donnie's not on there tonight because he's sitting right here. (laughs) (laughs) And we want you to be sitting right here. Jay, if you're listening, I got your seat. It's waiting on you. (laughs) So, well, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. What a great time we've had tonight. What Mm -hmm. a wonderful testimony. Thank you, Donnie. And we can't wait to hear more testimonies about how God Stories Radio has benefited people. I mean, he just sat pre-show and told us that he's on his second round of listening and was quoting things that we said. And what a blessing that was to us. Really? That makes me want to continue. Just amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's totally Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, that about wraps it up for session 264. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless.